And here's where I say something, but I don't know what it is until I say it. There is only one, one candle flame, one energy, many faces, one joy, one peace, one overflowing abundance in which we all live as seemingly separate but only seemingly separate parts. Of that one, as much as we can open our arms and take in, that's how much comes through. So I know for myself, as one of that one, one of that abundance, perfection, beauty, one of that God, one of that good, I open my arms wide and I say, bring it, spirit. Let me have as much as I can conceive and beyond. I'm at five. Well, guess what? Five's not the top. There's way more. Between five and infinity, I can't conceive of it, but I know it's there. So I'm just going to open up and let that amazing possibility, those amazing maybes and yeses come to me as I say, in this realm, here's my goal, here's my vision, here's my community, here's our community, here's what we want, here's what we say, so let's bring it in. Today, I invoke listening I invoke open hearts. I invoke wise words. I invoke love. And always ease and always grace. Knowing that faith is what moves mountains. So we can get from where we are today with little tiny steps because we choose to. And that's all it is, it's choice. So today I choose gratitude. I am so thankful for this concept, for this understanding, for this law, and for my awareness of it. I am thankful for this community. I am thankful for love above all. And I release these words because they go into that law that takes them from mere fancy and puts them on the earth and makes them real. And you know, when you call it, it comes. So let's call fabulous. Fabulous is coming. Oh, here it is. So together we say, and so it is. Thank you. Love will provide. Do you know that? We're not talking about you know, just romantic love or anything like that, but the cosmic love. When, when it says in spiritual teachings that God is love, I remember one of the things that warped my mind the first time I heard it was, God is not a being that is loving. God is love itself. 
God is love itself, that big love. And so however it shows up. So today we're talking about living the good life or the God life. Is that what it says up there? Yes. Yeah, baby. I love those monks. And we constantly hear the good that God is. You know, um, Buffy's prayer reminded me of something I talk about every once in a while, which if you were to draw a line along here, and right here was neutral. And over here is sick, and then sicker, and sicker, until you kind of fall off the cliff. Most of us spend our time trying to just get from not sick to okay. Maybe just a little bit past that. But over here, there's a whole line of bliss. Anybody for bliss? Great. It's a great place to be. So we constantly hear of that, and yet we often feel separate from that good. Anybody besides me ever feel separate from that good? Kind of like, you know, okay, yeah, I, I hear the message, I know, what my, I know these teachings, but my experience at the moment is something different. So we feel separate from that astonishing light that we are. And instead, we can feel only like a shadow of that infinite incandescence. So how do we shift that? We're going to look at that today. Anybody good? Want to shift that a little bit? Yeah. So the teacher Jesus, and, and, and when I quote Jesus, I don't know if Jesus was real or not. Just like, you know, if I quote the Tao Te Ching and Lao Tzu, uh, most researchers say Lao Tzu may never have existed as a person, you know. And Zhuangzi, who is another Taoist philosopher, only wrote about seven of the 33 chapters of his book. So I take it with a grain of salt, but this teaching, I look at the wisdom being imparted in this teaching. So when this teacher Jesus said, freely you have received, freely give. Freely you have received, freely give. We're going to play with that today because there's so much wisdom in just that little phrase. So first, and, and what he says first, freely you have received, right? So we have to become aware that we've received. Yes? So often we get caught up in, in the what's missing, what's wrong, what am I wanting, what's lacking, we have this list, you know, of, of, of all the things that are wrong with us or the world or, you know, whatever. We have this list of what's wrong within us, with our supply, with everybody else. Anybody besides, well, I shouldn't, I do. Does anybody else? No, okay, you guys are good. The law of attention is what we focus on, we experience more of. What we focus on, we experience more of. And so this little statement calls for us to be aware that we have received. Breathe that in for a moment. And it shifts our attention from lack to abundance. It shifts our attention from the lists of missing and wrong to here and right. Each of you is perfect right now. Notice what you do with that phrase. Notice if somewhere in your mind says, oh yeah, but... And so let the butt go. And we move from not enough to gratitude. To being grateful for what we have. For being grateful for what we are. Who we are. This phrase also echoes the teaching that to the one that has, more will be given. And to the one who has not, even that which they have will be taken away. And that's, that sometimes comes across as a hard teaching, but it's just a, a truth about the law of attention. 
It's, it's a lesson in consciousness. It's not about, you know, if you get money, if you have money, you'll have more money, and you can't have more money unless you already have money. It's not that teaching at all. It's been used that way. But that's not what it's about. It's a consciousness lesson. It's not about possessing things. It's about a consciousness of realizing the ever-present abundance of spirit right here, right now, instead of being the lists of all the ways that, that it's missing or I'm missing. So when we start moving from that lack and that missing and that wrong, we turn, when we, when we engage in that, excuse me, we, we, we turn ourselves away from the banquet of life. Imagine there's a banquet right here with everything. And I take and I turn myself away. What am I experiencing in life? Am I experiencing a banquet? No, because I can't see it over here. I literally live in a different world wondering why it's not there and why God doesn't like me and all that stuff. I've never indulged in that. I know you've never indulged in that, but you know people, right? You've heard of people, yeah. So if we want to grow our wealth in any area of our lives, and by wealth, it's just wellness. Just the wellness. We start by seeing what we've received in that area first. If I want to feel more healthy, I need to be grateful for the health I already have. Most of us focus on what? The, the health we don't have, right? You know, the extra weight I'm packing, the, uh, the cold I have, or the, you know, you know, whatever like that. But we focus on the health we do have. I learned that early on. I, the first religious science church I went to was a 25 to 30 person church on Sunday. And I kind of mentioned that to the minister one time early on. And she goes, I don't focus on who's not here. I focus on who is here. And so we don't focus on what we're lacking. We focus on what we do have, the good we do have. And then we practice gratitude for the, the good that we have. Regularly, consistently. You know, most people I know who have begun a gratitude practice, you know, that do five gratitudes at the end of the day, five things you're thankful for at the end of the day. <clears throat> when they first start that practice, they're sitting there going, well, I'm going to run out of things here pretty quickly. And by two weeks, three weeks later, they're going, I'm spending a half an hour doing gratitudes every day, you know, because I'm so grateful for it. so much, you know, when we start to open it up. And nothing necessarily has changed, but our perspective has changed. Our perspective has changed. You know, I was, I was talking with, with Laura, Laura and Eric. They, they live down in uh, Battleground. And so I said, oh, I got the early morning drive up here. And, and Laura goes, but it was so beautiful. Rather than, oh, God, I've got to get up and I've got to drive all the way up to Olympia and play for this little church. It's, no, it's beautiful. And these are wonderful people. And I love to share my music with, you know, with people who appreciate it, I think. It's true. It's true. Yeah, I know that's true about you. And so we, we have that consciousness. We practice that gratitude. And we change our perspective so where we have a perspective of now we're coming from someone who has received and is receiving now. Because all of us are receiving right now. I know that because you're still breathing. Blood is still flowing. Life is still happening. So the second part of, of this little statement engages then the law of circulation. Because as life operates within the law of circulation, life all around us, if you look everywhere around us, we see the circulation going on, right? Right now there's trees losing leaves, you know, to become the mulch that will support them through the winter, keep their roots, you know, warm, and will grow back in the spring. 
Our own bodies enact this law through breathing, circulation, right? Blood, food, all that stuff, cellular regeneration. You know, we, we shed cells. You, you, some of you have already you know, lost part of yourself when you came in here, but you've also grown a new part of yourself, right? Because some of our cells regenerate pretty quickly. All of them rege- uh, regenerate. So receiving and giving are part of enacting the good life, the God life, the nature of God in life. That's just what it is. We experience that when we're doing that. We experience that when we're in that flow. We experience that as the good life. The good life. Because we're in that flow, and it's easy. It feels natural to share, you know, the giving part. It's just sharing. You know, Friday I went for a, a, a walk for the first time for, for me at uh, Woodard Bay, which is a beautiful little uh, nature conserve um, out on the sound. And, you know, when I, as I was walking, I w- took some pictures because I wanted to share I wanted to share it on Facebook. I wanted to remember it, you know. But how beautiful this place was and how beautiful that day was. You know, the sun was shining and, and, and all that stuff. And so, you went through them already? Oh. Okay. So I took some pictures of, of that to share with people. I posted them on my Facebook page. I'm bringing them into my talk to share with you guys. This is a beautiful place if you haven't ever been there. Uh, I mentioned it to MJ, and he's like, oh, yeah, I love, I love that place, you know. So... Um, yeah, it's a beautiful place to go. And I even had a haiku. I don't, haven't written haiku in years. I even had a haiku that came to me. Wind blowing through trees, autumn leaves lining the path. Still, the sun is warm. So, you know, just wanting to share, wanting to share that with us. We can share our love. We can share our time. We can share our money. We can share our wisdom. The giving is the balancing of the receiving. If we shut off the giving, we don't receive. If we shut off the receiving, we don't give. It's sort of like holding your breath. When you shut off one end or the other, you can't engage in the process. And pretty soon, by the way, you pass out. So the giving is the balancing of the receiving, and it opens the path for more receiving again. It opens the path for more receiving again. It's only when we move into fear and a belief in separation we start to cut ourselves off. We start to either hoard our good or we start to deflect our good. You know, we either hang on to the little bit that I got right here. And trust me, I don't care if you're a multi-billionaire. It's a little bit, you know, compared to the infinite abundance. Or we deflect. Oh, I don't deserve that much good. Somebody wants to give me money. No, I, it's okay. You know, over here I'm going, I really need money. Somebody offers me money. Oh, no, you don't have to do that. You know, or offer us me love. You ever try and, and love on a person who doesn't want to be loved? It's kind of frustrating, isn't it? And so we can cut ourselves off from that flow. Take a breath. And then again, we wonder what it is that life or God has against us when it's actually we having something against life. And we cut ourselves off. So to live the good life, to prosper together, which is our theme for this, this, uh, this prosperity campaign for this coming year, is prospering together, living the good life. We have to engage the law of circulation with both giving and receiving. Are you willing to play with that this year? Taking that in. Here's the news. You're doing it anyway. Every time you breathe, every time your heart beats, 
every time you eat something, you're engaged in the process of giving and receiving. Yes? So you might as well expand that out into other areas of your life and play with it just that easily. You know? And let that be. So this is the, uh, the final Sunday of our pledge drive. Some of you know that we're doing this. Hopefully all of you who are not here for the first time know that we're doing this. And so what I want to say is if you experience this place as a community where you receive, where you receive spiritual inspiration, where you receive love and community sense, where you receive great music, where you receive um, children growing up with spiritual principles and supporting children in doing that, where you receive all these gifts. If this is your community, if you know that that's it, I invite you to fill out a pledge card. And our stewards have one. If you, if you haven't got one and you want to fill out a pledge card, um, just raise your hand and one of our prosperity stewards will leap, sprint, gallop, scamper, whatever, yes. I guess we got over the, we have a person over there. There we go. Thank you, Tim. So I invite you to fill it out and, and enact freely giving. And a pledge card, just, just for those of you who aren't sure, who I haven't done before, a pledge just means I agree to give a certain amount every week, month, year, you know, throughout the year, whatever, uh, to the center. It doesn't commit you, and you get to decide the amount, right? You get to decide the amount. And you can change it, yes, thank you. I always tell people, you know, if you need to change your amount, see Marlisa, who's our bookkeeper, and she will be happy to change it up for you. <laughs> or if you need to, down. And you can always ask for prayer support if you're going through a tough time with that. You know, so, so to play with this, to play with this giving and receiving. And so you can either fill that out and drop that in the collection basket, or you can put it, there's a box on the uh, information table out back. And I'm grateful for everybody who has pledged. Because you, it's us pledging to who? Us. Pardon me? And to the world. Because our money that we take in goes to support our community, and then it goes out beyond just this community. We support causes. We support other things beyond this. So thank you for that. Thank for all of you who have pledged. Thank you very much for that. Uh, for those of you who are going to, thank you very much for that. For those of you who you're not quite sure, thank you for just being honest about you're not sure. It's all good. You're all good. There's no requirement. So this week for our spiritual practice, I want us to do three things. Number one is focus on receiving. Bring your attention to receiving. Notice you're receiving. Practice awareness through gratitude for what you have and for what's coming into you. You willing to do that one this week? Focus on receiving. Because if I don't, if I don't have, if I don't receive, I don't have anything to give, right? If I don't take an in-breath, I don't have an out-breath to give. Yes? So we need to open to, you know, we, we've, we've, I talked a couple weeks ago about that old saying of, um, tis better to give than receive and, and all that stuff. And it's like, that's like saying it's better to breathe in than it is to breathe out, or it's better to breathe out than it is to breathe in. And you need both. You need both. So focus on, bring your attention to receiving, and notice how open you are to receiving more from this infinite storehouse. How willing are you to play way over here on this bliss area, instead of just getting across the line to, it's okay, I'm good. Yeah. Would it be okay if you were fabulous? Okay, a couple of you. Let's try yes. that again. Would it be okay if you were fabulous, if your life was fabulous? Great. Take a breath. Open up to that possibility. Let it in. 
At the cellular level, feel it. That's number one practice. Number two practice, practice giving. Not from obligation, but from joy and gratitude. And by that, I don't mean giving money to the church. I mean giving just as in your life. Are you a giver in life? Do you give out love? Do you give out caring? Do you give compassion? Do you give joy? Just practice that giving energy. And then number three, spend time contemplating the infinite abundance of the universe. If what what we put our attention on increases in our life, in our experience, then rather than contemplating lack, I want to be contemplating abundance. And we live in an infinitely abundant universe. It's all of ours. All of it is ours. So contemplate that. Spend time this week consciously, deliberately, just contemplating the abundance of the universe. That might be as simple as just looking at the abundance of leaves on the ground right now. Come to my yard. With a rake, please. Uh, no. But, but just noticing the abundance, you know. This morning I, I got up at, at uh, about 8 o'clock, uh, no, 7.30, to do my morning meditation and practice. And the first thing I did was look out my window uh, in the back. And I've got a park behind me. And there's some trees in that park that were just turning bright red. And there was frost on the ground. And it was so gorgeous. You know, and just taking that moment to receive to play in that, to notice the abundance that's there, to notice the beauty that's there. There's an abundance of beauty all around us. There's an abundance of love all around us. There's abundance of money all around us. There's abundance of health and wholeness all around us. Do we let it in? Am I willing to receive? And I may not even know how. I may have to say, you know, I'm feeling sick, but I know there's an abundance of wealth, and I don't know how to let that in, but I know that there's an aspect of me, there's a spiritual part of me that does know how to let that in, and I say yes to that. I don't have to figure it out. In fact, usually when I'm working with a, with a person in a, in a client session, and they start going, I'm, trying, I'm, I'm figure, trying to figure this out, it's like, stop. That's not yours to figure out. Ours is the what. What do I want? The universe does the how. But some of us intellectual types you know, like to think, well, we can figure it out. Okay, I can figure out how to walk down those stairs. I can do that. I don't need necessarily to contemplate the infinite. But there are certain things in my life that I do have to say, you know what? I have no idea how to make this happen, how to do this. But I do know what does. There's an infinite law. There's an infinite law. There's an infinite presence that does. And open to that. So that's our practices this week. Number one, focus on receiving. Number two, practice giving. And number three, spend time contemplating the infinite abundance of the universe. Are you willing to play with that this week? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Mm, it's going to be a good week, I can tell. I'm going to close with a couple of quotes. The first one is from a Science of Mind textbook. Undoubtedly, we are surrounded by and immersed in a perfect life, a complete, normal Happy, sane, harmonious, and peaceful existence. Anybody want to go for that? Does that sound? Okay, a couple of people timidly have their hands. Okay. But only as much of this life as we can embody will really become ours to use. So that's the practice. That's why we do that spiritual practice is, can I embody that life? Can I let it in? It's there. Can I let it in? The second quote comes from uh, Michael Beckwith, who says, What we do with all of our resources, talents, skills, money, 
is made sacred or profane by the consciousness in which we use it. If we dedicate our life, our resources, and our talents to the spirit, they are made sacred and become a love offering to life itself. The Hindus have a practice called seva, sacred service to God, just being in service to God, living your life as a service to this infinite presence. And it's different than volunteering. It's different than anything else. It's being in that conscious flow of dedicating everything that I do is to spirit. And so I invite you to play with that this week also. That's part of the the giving. That as you give, you do that. You recognize that all you're ever giving to is God, and you're one with God, so all you're ever giving to is yourself, your highest self. Let's move into prayer. So take a breath, deep breath. Let it in, let it out. You've just enacted giving and receiving. And so the infinite presence Whether we call it God, the Tao, Buddha, mind, spirit, the universe, whatever we call it, it doesn't care. As a friend of mine used to say, I don't care if my kids call me father, daddy, dad, whatever, the old man, whatever, as long as they call. So we recognize this infinite presence that is beyond all the names. Its nature is love. Its nature is wholeness. Its nature is abundant good, opulent good. Its nature is beauty. Its nature is peace. Its nature is power to create out of itself. And its nature is joy. And because that presence is infinite, we have to be within it. So we are one of it. There is not a single dot or iota of us that is not one of this infinite presence that is separate. We can't be outside of an infinite And so therefore, when we pay attention, when we recognize that we are this love and this beauty and this opulent wealth and this joy and this power and this peace, we are that already. That is our true nature. Whether we know it or not, whether we remember it or not, whether whatever, it is who we are. And we can always tap into that. And so I speak my word that this week we tap deeply into that awareness as we practice this law of giving, receiving, giving, receiving, giving, receiving, the in-breath, out-breath of the universe. As we contemplate the abundance and the opulence and how good it is of the universe, we simply let that in. And that is enough. It's enough. We don't have to do anything more complicated than that. We simply be, consciously and with awareness, we simply be. And so I'm grateful for our beingness. I'm grateful for that awareness. I'm grateful for the beauty and the love and the wholeness that spirit is within, through, and as us right here, right now. I'm grateful for our yes that allows so much more. It opens up the gateway and allows so much more in. And so I release this word spoken into a law that moves it into form and expression. The universe knows how to move this through us, how to enact this through us. We just simply have to be willing and say yes, and so it is. Thank you.